Hey guys, welcome to the uh, latest episode of My Dumb Friends. We're so thrilled to have uh, com- comedy legend writer Andy Blitz, written for Conan. We were like looking at your uh, like uh, what's it called, uh, Leonard Diesel before this and laughing. Oh, again, I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> and uh, and he's, you're writing for the Review now. You've written for uh, Eagle Heart, which I love that show. Thanks, Dimitri Martin. Yes. Fucking awesome, man! Thanks, man. Yeah. Dan's your biggest fan. Big fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> no, because I remember I was an intern when Andy was writing for the show, and that was like the job. Oh, I were you? That, yeah. I oh, when he at, was writing for Conan, you yeah, were well, an intern you there. Yeah, well, you guys, you guys were all, you know, you guys were. That was like, like that was the goal, you know, seeing like the staff there. Oh yeah, that's and, a huge deal. Yeah, those were fun times. Great times. Uh, I mean, for of, you, for me, it was still a little humiliating, but for. <laughs> we're Wait, all like waiting, long? like sharing one magazine in the waiting room and shit like Let that. Me, did you ever, when they had the interns, did you ever boss them around and have them do stuff? You have Dan, like, like you <laughs> haze Dan. There, I picture interning be like a fraternity. I had to go can't... into Andy Richter's office, get naked, and he ate sushi off my back. It was the worst experience. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> well, you gotta learn. You gotta learn about the business. You know, that don't you want to be in show business? Experience is invaluable if you ever have power yourself. You know? you <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. Know what. To do. How to exert that power? Yeah. Did you did you have to do anything embarrassing when you were there? No, not really. I think that the thing that was that sucked is that there just was too like too many sharks and not enough meat, so everyone would be fighting over. You know, who to, I love how you're using a shark analogy for an internship. <laughs> who to just get, like, like too many sharks? Not enough. Bunch of Hollywood sharks. Those 19 year old kids. <laughs> it was like, like like seven people vying to get John Glazer's coffee and shit like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like this, like that should have been a hard day's night parody with yeah. <laughs> a bunch of interns holding coffees chasing after John Glazer. <laughs> I'm seeing Glazer uh, and Brian McCann tonight. Actually, we're, oh uh, nice. We're getting together and we're gonna. Brian McCann's hilarious. Yeah, he is. What's he doing now? He was on Nikki and Sarah for a little bit, right? Yeah, he was writing on that. And then for uh, Kamal Bell, uh, who's yeah. also going to be there, we're doing oh, this okay. little uh, show thing at Littlefields tonight. Oh, oh nice. Stand uh, up? or is Not it like tonight, a... if you're listening to this. Not today. No. Oh, not tonight. It's already happened. <laughs> In the future. So you you lost your chance. You but uh, Annie and I were on the road together in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. Uh, not the most fun place to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> uh, and I, I was I was at the Fort Lauderdale Hard Rock, at the improv at the Hard Rock Cafe. But it's the spring break capital of the country. It's the spring break. <laughs> they could not have cared less about me. But, right, yeah. uh you know, uh, not the finest hour for me, but um, not just you, but comedy in general. Comedy perhaps. general. Well, they liked one comic, uh, but you know, we were, we were. I was at the Hard Rock Cafe, and the thing about Fort Lauderdale Hard Rock Cafe is that there's Hard Rock cafes all over the world. So there's some in London and Japan and fucking New York. So the Fort Lauderdale one gets all like the shitty <laughs> memorabilia that oh, none of the other yeah, ones, right. you know, like, so instead of, like, the Ed Sullivan drum set, you know, it was like, like, check out the dumpster they found half a million vanilla in, you know, or Cher's first face, or fucking it's a Gatorade a, bottle a, they threw a, in Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. A like coke can. Jerry Lee Lewis drank one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. I just fucking hate Florida. I used to like it, but I, I really I think most people do. It's a pretty miserable place. It was, all, it's really bad. Uh, you know? And then, so these shows, you did how many shows, though? I only did two shows. It was that Saturday And Andy, you guessed by the on one of them yeah yeah and it was just this would you call them rednecks dan no i would i would call no. them like beach people 
I would call them new money. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it just was felt like people new finally, money. Yeah, like they like there was like a like everyone who oh was they there, were kind of like, wealthy like, like a wealthy audience. Uh, so, a well, that compound, it's in a casino. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, oh yeah, okay. It's, it's hard. It's just like this whole casino. I feel like it, did it smell like aftershave in the audience. Like I feel like a lot of guys with like that 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 old man. It aftershave. does smell like Florida. It smells like. You like people who it smells like somebody just took a shower after going into the pool. Like that's what it smelled like the whole. Okay, yeah. all right. I, I, was, I know exactly what you're talking about. I was yeah. pulling into the parking garage there, and uh, I hadn't. Been, I don't know when, when if ever I was last in a, a Hard Rock, and uh, it said they had a quote on the side of the parking garage. It just said. Shake it up, baby! Now twist and shout in quotes, <laughs> and then it, like uh, attribution like the Beatles. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, important words. To that, that's not a quote that really holds up well without the music. You, know? you just sound crazy. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, outcast! <laughs> like right here. like they, when they have like solemn moments, they're like in the immortal words of the Beatles. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shake it up, baby. <laughs> Twist and shout. <laughs> and somebody has a single tear coming down their face. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You uh, need yeah. the music. Was, that's not a quote. It's lyrics to a song. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not a quotation book. Yeah. Well, we were walking through the casino afterwards, and there's nothing like two guys after a shitty show who don't want to gamble walking through a casino. Oh, it's the saddest scene oh, ever. Oh yeah. We were yeah. like, and, and like, uh, remember we stopped. There, there's cage dancers there. And I was like, hey, do you know where the strippers are? And they got offended. <laughs> they were like, no. I'm like, there's a woman in a fucking cage <laughs> dancing above me, and I'm the creep? Like, yeah, but she, she has a BFA. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the body artists? The, the, the strippers are free. They let them out of the cages. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we're guys, not barbarians. You guys are indentured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they totally would have. So you guys were walking we, around, but the show itself, you said who was on... The it guy, was the it first, was a guy on before uh, you know, was the second killing. one actually even went better than the first one. The first one was real rough, and uh, I don't know. I just I hate getting because it was the first like time my agent was like, "What? What happened? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't. This is like I've done twenty three gigs with him, and this is the first one that fuck. I know because I counted it yesterday after I got the bad review. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that obsessing was, over. It? I just think that they didn't fucking. The first one was went w- w- did not go well. But then I did an improv a couple weeks earlier, and it was awesome. I did the Pittsburgh improv. I just don't think they liked me. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that happens. What are you gonna do? Yeah, gonna go. I remember and, there was a big. And, and the grand a, scheme of things, do you even, do you really care? I do. Yeah, I care a little bit. But I, I was outside. There's like a huge poster of America's favorite chef or America's favorite Italian chef. Was, was that, is that a show? I can't Mario Batali? No, it was some guy that I've never seen. I remember as I said, when we when we pull up the picture. <laughs> so he's America's favorite Italian um, chef, but he's never seen him before. Yeah, this is the guy. I have to clarify that we were not we were not genuinely going to a. Strip club. Trying to go to a strip Well, I club. was yeah, after yeah, Andy yeah, yeah. left. I'm, not, I'm single. I'm not, oh, yeah. going, I'm not married. I don't have a girlfriend. But, uh, Steve Martarano, yeah. the American-Italian cook. He looks, like, he looks like a wrestler. Do you remember that picture? We were like walking by. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's just a, yeah. It's just a Guido-looking dude with a Philadelphia yeah. t-shirt yeah, on. Yeah. He was like, this guy, yeah, this guy who's like, uh, yeah, he looks like a bouncer. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you know. So, so that's what you noticed. Uh, this is after the show? Um, Yeah. And then I tried to, uh, one of the girls who's there, I tried to hook up with her, and that didn't work out. After you left, I was like, hey, this girl, I got her number at the show. Let me text her. And I was like, all right, well, you want to get some hors d'oeuvres for the room? 
don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to. I really didn't want to go to the casino. That's a thinly veiled. <laughs> yeah, <Come on>. <laughs> we'll get pigs in a blanket. You, you need at least plausible deniability <laughs> that that is the purpose. No, no, no. I really want to get hors d'oeuvres <laughs> in my room hey, with is you. There's a really good movie on this TV. Yeah. Yeah. Touch. Uh, and then my last text I sent her was, "Come on, take a chance." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's never ended in murder. Come on, take a chance. Some some stranger just texts you that. Take a chance. You don't need all those organs. Come on. It it sounds like you don't even know how that's going to turn out. I'm not even. I might murder you. I'm not even sure. If I take a chance, I mean, I'm not legally responsible for what I do for the rest of the night. Yeah. You're in a uh, casino, for God's sake. <laughs> Risk being yeah, killed take a for some good hors d'oeuvres. Campbell won't you? on Danny. Yeah. How was seeing your parents there? Oh, fine, fine. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of family down there, and, um, you know, Florida is. Uh, oh, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> it's, I think um, you're trying to be as polite as possible. You're just yeah. like trying to find the kind words to say about Florida. Well, it's it's one. And I going get, back to see family can be I, rough. I see senior family went down there, and I I always love uh, seeing my senior citizens who are in my family. But it's it's you know you're in this kind of uh, retirement uh, development kind of thing, and I don't know. I I always have to. I'm stranded there. I don't have an automobile usually, so I'm just yeah. I'm oh, walking around. Yeah. yeah, walking around like all the old people are looking through their windows. Like, yeah, this, like, weird Who's this whippersnapper. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So, I have an yeah. aunt and uncle down there as well, and but it, I don't know. It's um, it's fine. I just never got far out. I didn't really explore Florida. I went to this barber shop to get my hair cut, yeah. and a guy cut my hair. And he was a nice gentleman, and um, he mentioned his kids, and I asked him how many kids he had, and he said he had seven children. Wow. And then he, he said that he had his first kid when he was 11. <laughs> what? And he didn't seem you to You look, be... and there's just a Confederate flag, like, shaved <laughs> in your finger. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just like... 11? I don't... But, 11? But, then, but that's, to me, is like, I don't know... How to respond, you know? I don't know. Like, oh, that's beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, being a parent is so great. Why, why do you want to waste time not doing it? You know, like you gotta get that done as soon as possible. So I don't like. He just said. He tells me like, I got my first kill as eleven. I was like, oh wow, that sounds like a real bad. Uh, Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that? I didn't say it, but I, I just sat silently because what am I going to say? Like, oh man, I can't believe he didn't um, abort that kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then he showed me a photo, and then I'd be like, no, even so, I still can't believe. So, he, so he's eleven years older than his youngest, his oldest kid. Yeah, I think it was like a daughter that he had, and then. So how old was he? Was he in his forties? Eighteen. Uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he was. I think he was like. I think he was one of these guys who was kind of close to my age, but he's just yeah. like yeah. But the only difference between us then is just that I have seven kids and probably a couple grandkids and stuff oh like that. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know. And the and the the difference is, I don't know why he's volunteering that info. To you. Like, why is he yeah, turning around and being like? 
Yeah, I had my first kid at 11. Like, that's no... Pro- <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I, I don't know. think that was the icebreaker, yeah, I think. Yeah, was, oh, you got into it. Like, yeah. yeah. I think, it was, I, think I was like, how do you like living in Florida? And he's like, well, not so much, because I have seven <laughs> kids, <laughs> including the oldest, who I had when I was 11. So it was more or- organic. He's you like, know? can you get me out of here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just constant misery. Please take my place. <laughs> do you like to cut hair and raise children? Worst quantum leap Some episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you imagine you just leaped into that existence? Oh my God, Jesus, oh. that'd be the worst. Did you um now w- when you were like uh, pitching? <laughs> it almost hold on, but right. this is really. Cr- I wish we should call that guy and have we should you should have brought him with you <laughs> yeah. because how, you're 12 and you're. We should dad? have him be our intern. That guy. <laughs> but, that's, <laughs> but that's like really anybody could be in that situation, right? But. Um, no, it's called condoms. No. <laughs> yeah, but when you're, called, you don't this, know how anything. How not having sex when yeah. you're 11? Right. Yeah, but you don't you don't know that when you're 11. You're not thinking like, well, this is going to change my. You know, you're just like 11. I yeah. know, but it's creating the, I don't the think type I, of I could, environment that you're going to get. Your, I, don't, I don't think I wouldn't have had sex when I was 11. I like, couldn't I come I until I was like 12 or 13. I, think, I don't think I could either. Yeah. So I think it would be like a thing. Yeah. Where, but then also when it came to sex, it was such a maybe that's part of the good thing right. about being Catholic is like the you're, shame. You're, you're so scared of it that you're not going to have an ele- like be, ele- be 11 and have a baby. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because or you. Yeah. Then you just turn 16 and have all the babies. <laughs> the <other>. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, I, like, it's just crazy to me that there was like a situation. Now, maybe he had some hard situation where he just that he was 11 and he was like, yeah, we're. Oh, he's with a girl. He's like, we can just have sex right now. We're 11. Let's do it. We know what this he, is. Let's fucking go. He yeah. said that it was the woman was uh, the woman. <laughs> the woman. Relative the to child. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she was maybe older than him. I think she said he. she might have been like 15 or something Whoa. like that. Which is a big age difference. Yeah. When you're, Huge age difference. That's so like when two you're, different worlds. If I was 11, I'd just be like, all right, whatever this babysitter tells yeah me so he so he got he so he got molested and then had a baby from, from and then yeah. the girl the girl she also him had a baby. was under i mean they they were both they were molested. underage but by 15 you know so much more yeah than you do you're the one that should be responsible exactly for that. yeah. right that's crazy wow uh, thank god i'm not in that position yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it on. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> that's brutal that's where you think like there should just be some sort of like north korean sterilization <laughs> People. Is that what you're, yeah, is that what you're like saying you, now? Yeah, you should like. At 15, what are the parameters, though? Who gets no more sterilized? Than two kids for household for sure. Did you? I, I saw this and then thing. Sterilized. Did you see that well, thing in Japan? How they're not they're not dating anybody and not having sex, and they have all the, like all of their like sexual needs are being filled by these services in the city that. The Yukaza runs. Did you see this? No. They have like, they have like oh, clubs wow. where you go and they cu- they they call them boyfriend girlfriend clubs where they go. Oh, oh I you, know that. I one saw where cuddle you clubs. Cuddle, cuddle, yeah, 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 yeah. Cuddle clubs. I think Marana and then they went to a also, of those. Um, I don't know. They had some phone line where you call and you talk to a girl like she's your girlfriend. Stuff like that. It's all replacing because oh, so none of them want to get into relationships. And they ask the wow. women and the men, and they're just like, "I don't have time for it. I want. I have a career. I want to do. You know, they they just they have no interest. And Damn, that's a rough place. And to live, and right? and it's getting bad where they're not having babies and the, the population is like like sp- just shooting down it's like becoming it's like that movie her i never saw it's, it i, I did think it. it's yeah it's weird like corporatization of, of uh, like 
being happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. It's so you strange. don't need another person, right? Just, exactly. Yeah, is it going to get to the point business. where they're going to like call up, be like, "Hey, I just want to have like a, a moment like with my dad before he dies, like that kind of. I want to have that kind of moment. Right, right. Like, oh, I'm sure I, dude, I wanna, they'll have that. Yeah, I guarantee you they'll have that. I bet you they have that. I bet you they have. If not, we're gonna start one right here at the yeah, My yeah, Dumb yeah. Friends podcast. Your dad's for you want to pretend your dad's dying? <laughs> Sean Donnelly will answer the phone and say how much he I'm meant like, to you. You know, you you're always my favorite. You knew that, don't you? <laughs> well, you he was sound like Santa. Claus. I don't know. Well, this is a, this is somebody dying. This is, <laughs> this is my. This is <laughs> your dying, your noble dying <laughs> voice. Yeah. How you has Santa Claus survived so long? I mean, that guy, <laughs> right. when you listen to Santa Claus, he's like, that guy's going to go any minute. Right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> they probably have that service, too. Santa Claus calls you up and he and while he's dying. Just have, all of them have that Benjamin Button disease. Like, it's actually really sad. Who? All the, all the elves. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> the elves are. About it. The elves yeah, are just, just Brad Pitt <laughs> and Benjamin Button. Yeah, yeah. Santa has progeria. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So well, he's a teenager. God, did you see that one documentary about the kid with oh, progeria? It's now like, I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> we have him here right now. Uh, I thought it was a made-up disease, made-up for jokes. You for Maury Povich? Oh, boy. They had him on Maury Povich. You ever see the one they had with all the kids on Maury Povich? Who had progeria? Where, had progeria, and they, he did like a sketch with them where he walks in his office, and there's nobody there, and he goes, where'd they all go? And they're just hiding, and all, they're all tiny, and they're <laughs> hiding, and he had somebody hiding in his drawer of his desk <laughs> one, of the, one of the kids was in his desk that's why I only one was on the coat oh, rack behind hilarious. the coat rack Jesus. it was crazy and he was like whoa there you are and he was like and they just all run and go Murray he like opens his coat and there's one in there yeah, yeah. whoa <laughs> oh my god that's it was the, that bad. That's the least bummer out of anything he's <laughs> ever done in his life. Any work he's ever done in his life, that one is the least that bummer. That show's still on, too. It's killing it, yeah. It's in he's Stanford. doing great. It's Stanford. all the father ones. They just do the father ones every single day, almost. Yeah. That, and, the, and they used to do the phobia ones. I used to like the, the phobia ones. Oh, where they would like be like, you're afraid of snakes? Well, here's a snake, that kind of thing. Yeah, but they would get ridiculous with it. Like, a snake's an actual real fear. They had one lady who was afraid of pickles and then somebody who was afraid of pennies. And they and they had her. They go. They gave her a giant jar of pennies and, and tried to force her to put her hand in the giant jar of pennies. And she just freaked out. And she flipped the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Uh, she went nuts. No. And they still have that. That's TV. That's that's TV. <laughs> Speaking of TV, Andy, you write for TV. Now, I, I, always, I always wonder. For Mori Povich. Like, was now. there you know was there a moment like what was when you were sitting in the writers' room? What was like the dumbest thing that you've ever pitched, or somebody else there was ever pitched? Or like halfway through the pitch, you guys are like, "What the fuck are we talking about?" Was there anything like that? Um. Oh, let's see. I'm sure. I'm sure. Not everything I pitched ended up on TV and a big, <laughs> big success. No, but that doesn't seem right. Like, you know, you always hear the start, like, uh, or or halfway through, you're in like, or in the middle of the show, and you realize, oh shit, this this bit is just fucking bombing. It's funny, you know. There was that show. I didn't really watch that much, but there was that Aaron Sorkin show, Studio Sixty. Oh mm-hmm. man, it's one of the oh, worst yeah. shows ever. <laughs> it really is like well, gag worthy, and I, it's nothing like a writing room. I it's don't think. it's kind of not. So my, I I, I mean, my reaction seen it was like oh i guess that's west wing is not what the white house is because right uh who was it that said something like if you if you want to really understand the media just read an article about something that you actually know about and then you'll realize like oh i'm not sure about all this information i've been yeah yeah how much of it's bullshit so i felt like the studio 60 thing was like a little bit like you know there was 
they were all moralistic. You know, yeah. Matthew Perry's character was like, we have to make a point. We have to fight the man. <laughs> and it wasn't like that. It was uh-uh. just like we were all desperate, like, oh, we have to fill a show. And then, <laughs> and then, but also uh, getting back to the, the original jumping off point is that we would, you know, sometimes we would get offensive in the room because we that's our outlet for it because we know like right. there's certain things there are boundaries there right. you know you actually like on shows that you feel like actually have no boundaries like there actually are so we're just like oh we're not gonna this is too this is too we're not gonna put yeah. this on tv yeah, but yeah, yeah. but we'll joke pitch it i can't think of an example but it would be something that would be like horrifying or or, or, or yeah. i don't know or sometimes it would be like uh surreal i can't remember like there was there used to be this thing on conan like if they made it yeah and yeah. none of us really were that into it i mean Even it, was, though it was like one of the most it's uh, one of those popular successful ones death segments yeah. it wasn't the writer's favorite so sometimes just i think and it had been there from the beginning so by the time it was like by the time i started like everybody was pretty tired of it and then i i you know as i went on writing there like everybody was I don't know. Sometimes we would pitch just like absurd ones that made no sense, <laughs> and then we're just like, "We'll just try to put those on." But um, what was the most absurd one? Uh, I don't remember. Weird, like a weird blur, right? It's uh, yeah. My memory is kind of failing me, but um, I do know actually. I'm, I'm trying to remember that uh, in the year 2000s, those those bits on Conan, which I did, I we we did really love uh, those, and there were some really really funny ones and that was fun to do but i could never i i barely i don't think i i rarely got one on the air because i would just pitch these paragraphs i would like really write like a short story <laughs> once i would write like some i think i i wrote one that was like nor norway and peru decide to merge into a new country norpue <laughs> and then i'm just like all right that's the opening line of my short story and then i would just <laughs> go on to nor norpue's war with yeah jap australia and then it would just be like a whole history of that war and then be like yeah we're not gonna do this yeah they're like we'll get as far as norpu and then we're done yeah that's all we need um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I'll be. I remember I was writing for a show, and I would just like write all these fucking because they wanted to bring comedy on the show. It was like a few show, and I would have all these ideas, and they would all laugh in the room. And at the end, of be like, "Well, we can't do any of that." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's it. I was like, and yeah. I would just sleep that, for the rest. That's of Twenty that. minutes of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I uh, I was at one point developing a show with MTV, and uh, I ran into like the president of MTV at a party. And he was just like, oh, I saw your outlines, like, really funny, really funny. And I was like, and? Like, this is going to be a TV show? Like, yeah. But I, I was just like, the fact that that's all he said, I was like, oh, okay, this isn't going any further, I suppose. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just like, it was all, yeah. yeah. It's insane how, how subjective it is. Yeah. Like, the, one of those executives might not allow this in, but then the next one over be like, no, yeah, that's fine. The only guy who's been able to stay around forever is the CBS guy, Les Mundes or whatever. Insane. Well, he's the, the only yeah. one who's been able to. Yeah. He's been around for. for uh, forever. Even the must see TV guy got fired. You know, the Thursday like, episode. Tartikoff? I, don't, oh. I forget his name. That's who started that. He, got, he died. He died. So, not he Tartikoff. Fired from Earth. 
No, no. There was another. <laughs> the Thursday you know, one, there was another existence. guy who kind of put in the lineup. I'm sorry, Tartakoff's family. They do listen to this podcast. Yeah, they're loyal listeners. It's tragic that he died. It is. I thought death was like progeria, just a fake thing. If not, Tartakoff actually died from progeria. On the Maury Povich show, which was great. Callback, callback, double callback. Points. The points thing goes up. <laughs> but well, when I was at Conan, there was this uh, there was this great executive there. I, I don't think he's still working there, but his uh, Rick Ludwin is his name, mm-hmm. and that was really my first uh, TV job, my first ex- experience with any executive. And there was no like you know the the stereotype of the executives is just that they're these cold, calculating idiots that are giving me notes. But that was not the case. Like it didn't make it didn't compute because yeah. Ludwin is a, he's a guy who um, he basically saved Seinfeld. Is the legend? Yeah. He oh, was, really? He was like the executive at NBC in charge of uh, late night and specials and stuff. And then uh, NBC aired like a few Seinfeld episodes. I think like summer of '89 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was um, like a first short run where they were. Yeah, and the yeah. ratings were just terrible. And NBC, I think, was going to cancel it. And and Rick Ludwin stepped in and said, "Listen, take money." from my budget for late nights and specials and use it to keep making more Seinfeld episodes because he believed in that show and then it became like this monster well, I, head. You know, it's, 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 um, it's, you know, I, I look at also Breaking Bad, like that show had no ratings for the first two seasons. It did right. okay. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, it was like one of the most watched Big shows. shows right. of all time. But I think people get too scared. Like, you really have to like good shows. It takes a while for people to get, it's like a great book. Like, like great writers sometimes, sometimes they make it easy for you. Sometimes they don't make it easy for you. Sometimes yeah. you have to bring yourself to it. But then once you do, it becomes. Yeah, well, Cheers was like that. Cheers was, I think, the lowest rated show yeah. on network. But time. I feel like, don't you feel like back then, like when we were kids, like in the 80s and stuff like that, that they gave a show a seat. Didn't they? Maybe I'm wrong because I was a kid and I didn't realize. Didn't they give it a season no matter what? They're like season, season, season. That, yeah. pi- that pilot you were in, you were in it or it was one you wrote I, for. I was in it and yeah. then I was trying to help uh, help write for it. Yeah, we're just this guy uh, uh, Steve Corn wrote it. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, he's a, he's a funny. He wrote for Seinfeld. Right, and Night Live I think and that's why I know his name. But there was there was just he was just. Um, it's funny you say these names. And I just remember I can picture their name like them up on the, like the credits part of all these shows. Yeah, <laughs> like Rick Ludwin. I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, crazy. And, but Ludwin, you know, he was like, uh, he was like a funny guy. So he was the executive in charge of late night when I was at Conan, and I would like, I would get emails from him sometimes about funny stuff we did, and he got it, you know. And That's he was, awesome. He was smart and cool, and um, and even the last show I worked on now, I worked on a review on Comedy Central, and there too, Kent Alterman, who is the yeah, he president gets of Comedy Central. Yeah. That guy's a smart guy. He was. You know the executive producer of Strangers with Candy, and I he think he directed oh, that wow. Will Ferrell movie about basketball. Right? Uh, yes, yes, semi semi pro that uh, Andy Daly was in. That's uh, I, yeah. I mean, like my career, like probably like any, uh, probably making the transition of just being a security guard to comedy, like Brooke Posh at Comedy Central helped more than you know anybody else. I would say because she gave me like my first couple things, and right. she got it. You know what right. I mean? Even when her hands were tied, she got it. You know. <laughs> 
We should just call this the executives episode. Yeah, it went from us criticizing the process and being like, we need work, please, please. I love you you guys. That story made it sound like you were a security guard at Comedy Central, (laughs) and you just made her laugh walking in, and she's like, we got to get you a special. This kid's got moxie. This kid's got moxie. (laughs) Security guards all around the country now are going to... Start Submit. start cracking jokes. I had, uh, one of the guys that I was security guard with, this guy who's a fucking nut. Um, he like, and they were all nuts, but he was like a real real nut. He uh, was like, he knew I did comedy, and he was like, oh yeah, I wrote a skit for Saturday Night Live once, and I was like, you wrote on Saturday Night Live? He goes, no, I wrote the skit, and I went to Rockefeller Center and just gave them the skit. <laughs> yeah. to the, uh, the person downstairs. By them, he means the security guard that was there. <laughs> yeah. uh, the guy's like, this is brilliant. Yeah. yeah. There was also another security. Guard who thought that uh, I don't know if I talked about this in the show, but he he thought you know that Ewan McGregor uh, Scarlett Johansson movie The Island that somebody had it was his screenplay and someone had like stolen the physical copy of it <laughs> and they just made the movie. That's what he said. Yeah, as a guy you worked with at at, at The at Island, and which was a bomb. It was That's the bomb. funniest yeah. part about it. So then it's probably true, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it is probably true. I would say Star Wars if I was just going to make up that lie. Yeah, right? yeah. Right, right. He also said he used, he fought like Muhammad Ali to a draw or Tyson. You know, he's you know. Oh well, oh, crazy so he was a little. Well, I believe that because I believe his screenplay. Then, so. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, his credibility is screenplay about how he boxed Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're single. I'm single. Has the dating shit going? Oh right. right. I forgot to pursue that. <laughs> uh, what am I supposed to do? I, thought, <laughs> I just keep checking the uh, door, seeing if anybody's you just there. Go on, just go on Tinder. All people do is Tinder. Tinder, I can't picture Andy on Tinder. No, I don't. Think I've never been on it because I've been been with somebody the whole time. But yeah. you know that's the thing now, right? Tinder. I do know that. Do you know the what thing. it is? I uh, I roughly know what it is. It's like Dan. You want to tell him? I'm not on it. I'm on it. Oh, you're Cupid. not on it. That's right. No, because I, I think it's going to be humiliating because it's just pictures of yourself. Basically. I need the paragraph shit to be like, whoa, whoa, look at that. I'm a, it's an I saw app. the old one, though, that I, I wrote. Hold on. I'll tell you what sorry. it is, just so you know. It's an app where people, you go on, you, and you lo- and through the app, you log on to Facebook, and then right. people scroll through and see people's pictures, and they decide. They sc- I think, I don't know. I never used it, but if you go if you go to the left, that means you like them. If you go to the right, that means you're like dismissive. Yeah. It's a very like, like, <laughs> like a pharaoh. Like a pharaoh show, that, like, what? I don't want everyone to see every picture. Is there like three pictures? No, no, no. I think you put you put whatever pictures you want up on. Right, right. But you but that goes through your Facebook contacts. So based on that, it goes through people like that are in your area. Or I've already hit know. on all the girls from Facebook. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, you're a Tinder by yourself. You're just, <laughs> I you Tinder. You just blaze through all the girls that you know. <laughs> is that, yeah. So I that's what it is. But a lot of people are on it, and a lot of people, it's it's well, it's it's scary and it's 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 interesting at the same time. The thing I've heard about it's, it, and it's interesting. It, it's what's interesting. so interesting about that? It's pretty crazy if you think. I don't know. It's interesting. It's to not me. like we need well, to start putting our hospitals on ships by, to conserve energy. What I mean by interesting is that <laughs> if I was single, I would be on it in a it second. That's what I mean by yeah. just to try it out. But and is it is it people? Are they using it just for? I think they're people well, are using it for both. I think they go under the pretense they're like, oh, I'm using it for dating, and then they just look, go on like, let's fuck kind of thing. Right. right. Yeah, I guess it's the closest to grinder. That's what it is. The same guys tough, who made man, it. Because I'm I'm trying to do it again. It's it's tough to get out there again. Man. It's rough. It's very hard. Yeah. But Dan, you're you're good at it because you're. Obsessive about it. I'm not obsessive about it. Well, you're a very uh, driven dude when it comes. What do you mean, calm down? Yeah, I'm telling you, calm down. You're not obs- well, Why is that bad? Is it all bad? Is it obsessive? Episodes, 
that he picks on me so much. I don't pick on. Yes, you I just did. can't. I can. I can Isn't take it? when people say shit about me. You can't take that's it. That's not. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, right now is a bad example because. All right. The other day you shit this, on my. This sensitivity is not going <laughs> to suit you well in a new relationship, Dan. <laughs> the other day you shit on my red eye appearance from t- three years ago. What well, really? You shit on. You shit I was. On did you know that time I was on red eye three years ago and I was terrible yeah. on it? And then this kid you goes. You were terrible oh, on it. You just when you were on red eye. You remember that? Like that was three fucking years ago. Well, I just did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he gives me shit, and then, then he gives people shit, and then he can't take well, shit you've, back. You've and done... all I said was obsessive. Your, Wait, your relationship. I think, uh, you can't get over this red eye appearance. This was this because is because I'm very sensitive about it. Because but you've done funny shit I... since then. You've yeah. done fucking David Letterman for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it was the all first right. thing that I. Did and no one remembers your even the, he. No one remembers your awful fucking red eye appearance. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the Fox, the Fox is Chelsea. Fox News is Chelsea lately. Well, when and, you stunk well, up yeah, that but, fucking but, studio. Three hours, Irish three hours later than Chelsea lately. We're still waiting for that punchline from Red Eye, Sean. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. See, all this shit? I'm laughing, right? Andy? I don't even know what Red Eye is. It's a exactly. stupid show on Fox <laughs> News. But I'm, I'm, being, I'm laughing, aren't I? If I was saying this about him, he would freak the fuck out. Why do you say that like an Irish bookie outside? No, to be. <laughs> you see what happened? <laughs> we got a big horse over here. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry you had to see that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think we scared you a little bit. I uh, had flashbacks to being at the Fort Lauderdale Improv. <laughs> <laughs> Except Dan was Dan and you were the audience. <laughs> Stop yelling at each other, guys. <laughs> yeah, they were just talking the whole time. Jeez. Oh, is that what happened yeah. on that show? What do you think is the dumbest thing you've done on stage as far as like... We're like halfway through a bit. You're like, this is like fucking. Because I've had that. Me and Jared Logan did mm. a sketch show once at UCB, and halfway through skit, we're like, this is fucking awful, and I've got to stay up here for <laughs> right. the next five right. minutes while people just fuck. While we just we, you, the air fears. Uh, feels Wait, this like is where, where is this? This was at UCB. So we did because we had that two man show at UCB, and then we just started to do like a night of sketches uh, at UCB. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I mean, the last one was good because Nate Fernald. Who writes on Pete Holmes' show helped us write it, you know? Yeah. The rest of it were like, we can't write sketches. This is terrible. <gasps> terrible. Excuse me. Uh oh, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. And you can't do anything but what you're. What no, you, you yeah. Can't, yeah. You can't just stop and just start going into a joke. Uh, no, you can't like <laughs> or like just do like anything goes. <laughs> Seems from anything goes. Or uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus not? Christ, superstar. Yeah, why not just go into that? And just, <laughs> so, uh, it's not gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna be Listen. any worse than what we had planned. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> just It'll see what happens if we just start going into monologues from Raising in the Sun or something. Sure. <laughs> That's how do you think Raising the Sun started? <laughs> a terrible comedy sketch. That's how all all great. Yeah, here's yeah. Donald Sterling doing yeah. a monologue from Raising uh, the Sun. Topical. <laughs> why? Why? You know what? I, how does that guy? What was? I mean, I know, I know, it was like a private conversation, but what are you thinking when your entire organization is black? <laughs> And you yeah. say that it's just it's the craziest. Well, thing. he's obviously lost his not even lost his mind. He just has this deep ingrained. He is a billionaire. I he's feel like a you're billionaire. billionaire. You shouldn't have that much money. That's how some people become billionaires. With what? they're just they're just basically evil. They're evil people. That's yeah. what it is. That's how you, sometimes you become a billionaire that way because you don't care what's going on along the way. You're not, what you're stepping on, people right. you're exploiting or anything like that. Well, that's what. Yeah. What were you saying there? Sorry. Um, I don't. I I I didn't. Uh... 
some I didn't follow I didn't get all of it. So what what was the context? Basically, which, there's the guy who owns he, the Clippers. Yeah, right. And he was he's this eighty something year old billionaire who yeah. has he another thing that they don't mention in the articles, Dan, is that he has do you know he has a wife? Yeah. I nobody ever mentioned that he's in the articles. Separated, yeah. Oh, he's separated. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, yeah, separated. so he has a wife, but he has this like Half black, half Asian girlfriend, right? She's like, yeah. or she's half or, black, or, I think. Yeah. The girlfriend, and they, she, what happened was, she had these private conversations with him, like she was talking to him once, and he, what happened was, she had, took a picture with Magic Johnson, put and put it on her Instagram, and they were at a Clippers game or something like that, mm-hmm. and he lost his shit on her in private. And was telling her, "How dare you bring black people to my games and put their pictures of them on <laughs> and Instagram?" Like the most and hold on, hold on. And then he lost it. And then she recorded it. And then it got. And then obviously leaked it. And it became this huge thing, uh, this huge controversy, and people going back and forth. And now the the what is the uh, the, the, he got, the NBA banned is banned him from all right, the right. Yeah. I saw that. I so it's this it huge was Magic race Johnson, issue. Though? the most palatable of the blacks. Right, you know? it's Magic Johnson. For God's sakes, don't bring the- Magic Johnson into a basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. But 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 I didn't hear the tapes or anything. But you, but just from right. reading it, you're like, oh, this guy is just yeah, he's not in touch with anything. He's eighty something years old. He's which he, is why you shouldn't own a basketball team when you're eighty years old. You should but if prove. you ha- but, but he doesn't. Nobody tells him what to do. Yeah. He's like he's like an eighty year old Justin Bieber. Like you know, he just gets away. He just gets away with whatever, so I, whatever well, he wants. FDR said there should be like a maximum wage, and I totally agree. With that. Wait, how much money you can have? Yeah, I think like you should wait cap- personal assets. Yes, I think you should cap off at ten million dollars. No one should have more money than ten million dollars. That's your that's a communist. <laughs> So I'm not even you, against that completely. Halfway through, you realize you didn't have enough facts to support that. <laughs> Shut opinion. up. And you hear that? He goes, he's like, that's a communist. Ah, I can't finish the sentence. <laughs> is that all communism is? Just <laughs> no, it's 10 not million all. It's just whatever cap? Sean says is it is. A, yeah, it is. Whatever I, I guess say you can it say it's socialist. It's not communist. because All right, still, socialist. But you're still not getting like. You really, you, do you believe that? You think that's what it should be? Yeah. You th- so what happens to the well, rest of the money? It, it used to be. When you went over a certain amount. Of your income, you were taxed at ninety nine percent in this country. What years? In the forties, like, uh, in in the fifties, and, and Eisenhower, you, you were you, when you went ab- above a certain amount, you're, it was like seventy two percent. Really? Yes. The yes. Uh, within like our parents' lifetimes, if you made a certain, and that's when all the bridges well, got built, right. and the interstates got built, right. and the libraries got built. And, and, all and Sean, apart. this happens when you read a book. You can Sorry. find out all these facts. <laughs> oh, Dan, am I just supposed to be okay with this right now that you're fucking shitting on me? And two minutes ago, I can say I said obsessive, and you went off, and now you're calling me a fucking retard. Are you serious? <laughs> that's what. See, the same thing happened in Fort Lauderdale. He's doing the joke. He's like, anybody know what the tax rate was? <laughs> Marginal tax bracket in the 1950s under the Eisenhower administration. The crowd didn't know, and then he just went off on them. And told them to get the fuck out of the Fort Lauderdale Improv right now. Well, thank you, Andy, uh, for coming on our show. Oh, yeah. To, once we start shitting on me, we have to end it shortly. No. Yeah, that's what <laughs> so, this Actually, it probably won't be out for a month or so, but do you have anything this summer you want to uh, publicize or to our... Uh, I don't know. Just just try to find me in whatever I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> please Personally, show up support financially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's uh, your What's your Twitter handle and stuff like that? Oh boy. Well, my Twitter handle. I regret. This is the dumbest thing I've ever done. My Twitter <laughs> handle Joaquin is Phoenix or something. No. It was. I had Andy Blitz at yeah. Andy Blitz. That's not dumb, right? No, because that's no. my name. That's that name. makes sense. Yeah. I decided I can't deal with Twitter. I can't deal with writing tweets. Yeah. I have to write my own scripts and stuff. This is not so. I deleted my Twitter account, and they give you like a month to change your mind. 
and I let it go, someone else grabbed it at Andy Blitz. Yeah. So I took, I'm like, all right, I should be on Twitter. So I grabbed at Real Dick Costolo, I think is what you say. <laughs> Dick, Dick Costolo, he is the uh, CEO of Twitter. <laughs> so I did it. It's, it was kind of like very ambivalent about being on Twitter. I'm like, I'm just going to pick a handle that has a high chance of me just being uh, banned from Twitter. And then it won't be my decision. But and did they ban you? No. Oh, they didn't. Um, well, the funny thing is, like, you're basing that on people are going to be like, hey, that celebrity, Dick Costolo. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the other thing. He's probably happy about it because he's like, oh, more people, people like, will people know, know who I, I am. am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But anyway, thank you so much for being yeah, on the dude. show. Yeah, and, thanks, guys. Uh, come back. All right. <laughs> yes, but please. Right. Thanks See so guys. much, Andy. Thank, thank you very you much, Andy. man. My pleasure. I appreciate it. That was great, man. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here's a couple cool live shows coming up. You can see Dan St. Germain performing at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California from Thursday, July 10th through Sunday, July 13th. For more shows, go to danstgermain.net. Sean Donnelly has a show coming up at the world-famous Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey on Thursday, July 17th. For more shows, go check out Sean Donnelly Comedy. Dot com. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the My Dumb Friends podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review and give us a rating. It really helps us out. Please follow us on Twitter at DumbFriendsCast. And you can send us an email at MyDumbFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. To hear other great comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing music is by Phil Pickens. You can find more of his music at philpickens.com. P-I-C-K-E-N-S. Please tell your friends about our podcast and share it with them. Otherwise, the My Dumb Friends crew may have to resort to going to Times Square in New York City and provoking minorities, small children, whoever, in order to promote the podcast. Thanks for your cooperation. Lift me up